My name is Tyler Fornis, and I am one of the co-hosts of the Good, the Bad, and the Hungi AEW podcast here on the Voice of Wrestling Podcasting Network. We take a broad scope approach to the world of all elite wrestling and the entire universe of Tony Khan. We talk about the big matches, the big stars, the promos, the storylines. And we also look at it from a big picture perspective. How are things going to change over the course of the next 10 years with AEW still in the picture? How are companies like WWE going to adapt and adjust to AEW? Are they going to be a similar way like they did with WCW in the late 1990s? Will there be a counterpunch? We talk about all of that and more on the good, the bad, and the hungry every week on the Voice of the Wrestling Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome to Jumping Bomb Audio. Welcome back to Jumping Bomb Audio, the number one show all about the world of Joshi Pro Wrestling. My name is Taylor, and I am joined as always by my very good friend and co-host, Kelly. Kelly, happy show number 82. Happy 82. Uh, Can I commemorate this occasion with a quick PSA to our listeners? Sure. All right, uh, guys, if you have any of your old toys... And they got a battery in them. You should take that battery out. Because uh, I, I, yesterday I found my old Boppet. 
Oh, and just had blue crystals all over it because the batteries inside exploded. And now I can no longer bop it. Or so it doesn't it. even work at all? Well, it's covered in battery acid, so I don't want to try it. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so if you don't want your bop it to end up like mine did, take the batteries out. Well, that is a good PSA to get us launched into this show we are going to be talking about stardom flashing champions we're going to be talking about the announcement of most of the entrance into the 2023 edition of the five star grand prix and much much more but before we do that of course we got to get in the plugs if you're not yet following us on twitter please do so at jbomb audio you can follow kelly at comic geek kelly and you can follow me at tay mambo Subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice to make sure you never miss an episode. And if that app of choice happens to be Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate a five-star rating and review. And if you're feeling extra generous, you can donate to the show at redcircle.com slash shows slash jumping dash bomb dash audio so let's get right into it stardom flashing champions from may 27th at the oda city general gymnasium in front of 1759 fans kelly what'd you think of this show it was all right i uh i don't i don't know it wasn't much wasn't much going on in this show besides the main event other than that it just it kind of happened uh, we we watched it what, what about you? Me, How do you feel about it? <laughs> felt to me like an aggressively fine show. I think yes, very much so. <laughs> what I would call it. Um, you'll probably notice as we go through a lot of these matches, I don't frankly have much to say. I think the undercard was mostly uneventful. Um, the I didn't have anything break four stars on this show. Um, I had one thing break four stars, uh, but I won't give away which match it was. Um, and I had another one, which was close, but everything else probably would have been right at three, three and a quarter. Yeah. Um, just not a lot felt like a show where they needed to get the main event in there. They were going to draw with the main event and everything else. They were just sort of like, well, okay, do this. Go kill some time. Yeah. Uh, so we will dive right in. The first match I did not see, and I don't think Kelly saw either, was the pre-show nope. three-way match. Uh, recently returned from America, Momo Kogo, uh, fresh off her defeat to Willow Nightingale in the New Japan Strong Women's Tournament. Use that momentum, or whatever. I guess when you lose, you don't get momentum, but... Use the experience to defeat Lady C and Saeeda in four minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, neither of us saw this match, so uh, good for Momokogo. I bet that was the four and a half star match on the show. Yeah, a star for each minute that the match yep. uh, went. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is good. Wow, this is even better. Um, hanging on your edge of this, hanging on the edge of your seat to see who will come out in this battle of. T- Stardom Titans uh, <laughs> between Momokogo, Lady C, and Saeeda. But the first match proper 
was a tag team match. The team of Rebel and Enemy, Micah Ozaki and Ram Kaichow, defeating Suri and Aya Sakura in 9 minutes and 41 seconds. I guess I'll just start off this way. I thought this was a nice match. I thought it was interesting to see Micah uh, get the victory here. And it seemed at the end like they were possibly setting up a Shuri Micah maybe singles match or something to that effect. But I thought a fine kickoff to the show. I like seeing Micah Ozaki here because I like her. I think she's very talented and always good to see uh, Ram. Other than that, not too much to say. I really liked this match. I thought it was a super fun opener. I thought Siri brought like a good just energy to this match that you typically don't see like this far down the card. Just really good action throughout. Like I went three and a half on this. I this was probably one of my favorite matches of the whole show. I was I was really high on this show starting here. I was like, hell yeah, this is gonna be great. And then it just, the rest kind of happened. Well, after this match, we got the announcement of the five-star Grand Prix. Last year, there were 26 entrants in the Grand Prix. This year, there will be only 20. Uh, Only 18 were announced here. Two will, the extra two to make 20, uh, will be decided June 18th, uh, but announced as already in... Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, Utami, Azumi, Sayakamatani, Natsukatora, Starlight Kid, Momo Watanabe, Julia, Maika, Suri, Mirai, Amisore, Mina Shirakawa, Tom Nakano, Natsupoi, Sayori Ano, and Suzu Suzuki. So Sayori, the only brand new entrant into the G1. Some notable non-entrance uh, I put together a little list Koguma, Hanan, Mai Sakurai Miyu Amasaki, Tekla Mariah May, Momokogo, Saki Kashima, and Saya Ida. You would assume that some or all of those um, wrestlers will be in contention for the final two spots. Not in from last year, at least as of this point. Hanan Himika, of course, now retired. Koguma, Momokogo, Risa Sara, who was in. Tekla, who technically was in, then got injured and was replaced by Momokogo. Uh, Unagi Sayaka, no longer with stardom. Mai Sakurai and Saki was the other entrant. Kelly, if you had to guess, who do you think makes up the final two spots here in the five-star Grand Prix? Probably Saki Kashima, just because you need your Yano in the tournament. You need someone that can just roll up anybody and you just accept that it happened. Uh, And then I'd probably put Mariah May in there. It's tough. Only 20. Um, I mean, I... Yeah. I think Momokogo probably has no chance. No. Um, Sayaida has no chance. (laughs) Yeah. As someone who only made it in last year because Tekla got injured. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's going to come down probably to Koguma. Well, because it's like my Sakurai was in it. 
last year. Hannon was every in time it. I feel like they're like high on my Sakurai, suddenly they're just like uh, they snub her from something huge. So I assume she just won a title. So now I assume this is where she gets snubbed. It's very weird how they book her. Uh, but we'll have to see. But I have to say, um, I am appreciative as someone who thought that the five star Grand Prix last year was very long. Um, to see less entry, you know, I think a lot yeah. of times people are like, we need even more, even more. And like more than 26 would have been crazy. Yeah. Please um, don't. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like 20. That's a nice number. 10 and 10. Uh, happy to see Sayori get in. Um, yeah. I think she'll have a lot of good matches. I mean, it's a very strong field. That's the thing. Another thing about not squeezing every last person in is now this field. I mean, with the exception of really to me one person uh and you can take a guess who that would be it's a pretty strong field you know it's yeah. really it really is the best of the best and you know with two more people probably adding at least one other person of note i would assume between kogama tekla mariah may one of the three of them gets in i would think yeah um, but we'll see. Uh, and when we get closer to that, we'll of course have our usual preview of all the matches and all the entrants once we know them. The next match on the show, however, was a six person tag team match the Queen's Quest trio of Hina, Sai Kamatani, and Utami defeating the Oedo Tai trio of Rina. Ruaka and Starlight Kid in six minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, it was pretty short. That was my main note. Thought it was a pretty standard match. It seemed mostly there to advance this uh, rift between Saya Kamatani and Utami, with Saya getting the pin and then Utami staring her down. <laughs> In the post-match, which I found weird. Like, I get they're running with this sort of dissension line. But it was funny because I saw the pin. I was like, okay, Saya won. And then I saw Utami staring her down. And I thought, wait a minute. Did Saya lose? Yeah, I had that same moment. <laughs> because I was like, why would she be staring her down? I guess she would be staring her down if Saya, like, got rolled up and lost. But that is that wasn't the case. Yeah. Uh, so I guess Utami's just mad that she didn't get the pin, but she was holding Starlight Kid back. Yeah, the post-match does not match the result. <laughs> uh, so just a bit strange there. The only other note I had is there was uh, Saya had a little bit more red hair. Starlight Kid wearing a red mask. Uh, so I was like, oh, a lot of little changes of gear and hair here. Uh, other than that, don't really have much to say. Yeah, I don't have much recollection of this match. It it was fine. It wasn't bad in any way, but, you know, it was, it was a little undercard match. The next match was an eight-person tag team match. The Stars team, Hanan, Hazuki, Koguma, and Mayu Iwatani defeating the club Venus team of Jesse, Mariame, Wakasukiyama, and Zena. In 12 minutes and 45 seconds, the match opening with the Koguma 
Mariah May anti-sexy interactions, which yeah. have been happening a lot on the um, house shows, I guess house shows, if you want to call them the, the local shows. Um, pretty much to I would team. I would like to uh, to declare today no sexy and hope it works out for me as well as it did for Koguma. Kelly, I don't appreciate you trying to prevent me from being my usual sexy self on this <laughs> on this podcast. No sexy. Um, Only bear. <laughs> yeah, so that is a lot of fun. Uh, one other note I have is that Xena, I guess her nickname now is a touch of thunder, uh, which is a phrase I don't understand. What does that mean? Uh, you know, you just, you, you hear a loud noise and you're like, ah, a touch of thunder. <laughs> oh, a touch of thunder, you know, that, <laughs> that seems like someone, you know, like a rich aristocrat sitting in their house. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what's that terrible noise outside, Jeeves? And he's like, oh, I should just say a touch of thunder, sir. <laughs> Jeeves, fetch me my moonlight dream. <laughs> Like, it's not, like, is it supposed to be tough? Like, oh, I she's don't, a touch of thunder here. I don't, maybe? <laughs> it's a very or is it just one of those nickname. things where it's a Japanese thing where they think of just some English words and put them together and are like, this is a thing. Entirely possible. <laughs> um, I would think it would be like, you would want to be a lot of thunder. Yeah. Like, I'm bringing the thunder. I'm bringing all the thunder. Like, not the thunder clap. Yeah, not just a touch of thunder. Yeah. That seems like just a little. I'm a whole uh, grip of thunder. I'm a whole, or like, thunder and lightning. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I thought this was fun. That's all. Yeah. It, I thought it was pretty well paced. Uh, it, like it wasn't anything great, but I really enjoyed this match. It was it was fun. The next match was a six person tag team match. The interesting trio of Micah, May Sierra, and Suzu Suzuki defeating Hanako and Nanae Takahashi and Yunami Samori in twelve minutes and three seconds. Uh, a good win for this interesting trio here of micah may and suzu thought the finishing sequence was really the highlight of the match thought they really picked it up near the end other than that another one that i thought pretty pretty standard yeah yeah i really liked both these trios i thought they worked well together so i, I hope we see more of them uh i thought hanako continues to impress i thought she did really well here but yeah, no, a decent match. I went like three and a half on it. Kelly's favorite rookie, Hanako, who he knows very well. I know who she is now. And can recall all of her matches that she's had. Though I will say, when she came out, at first I thought she was at Ami Sore, and I was very confused because I'm like, wait a minute. Did she take out the extensions? Hold on, she's not supposed to be in this match. What's happening here? The next match was our first of four title matches, the high-speed title, Saki Kashima winning, defeating Azumi and Fukigen Death when she pinned Fukigen Death in 5 minutes and 28 seconds to win her first 
singles title and dethrone the long reigning champion azumi kelly i'll let you go first i liked this it was a it was a solid little match definitely not a top tier of azumi's title run maybe it might be the worst match ever title run but hey it was still pretty good so you know what that's that's all right uh cool to see saki get her singles title she seemed very happy about it uh my favorite part was afterwards when uh after rossi handed her the belt and started to walk off and she's like no motherfucker we're taking pictures (laughs) you're standing right here we're taking pictures i enjoyed that quite a bit uh even though it was planned and like not a botch that fall that azumi took from the top rope to the floor looked super scary (laughs) I thought for sure she was getting hurt on that. But yeah, overall, decent enough match. Uh, another three and a half stars for me. Um, I had the same note about Saki crying post-match as Rossi wanders away, and she's like, no, 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 come back here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this was super fun. I went three and three quarters um, on this match. The thing, sort of taking it out of the match, incredibly stupid, um, you have a champion who's made double digit defenses, very strong champion, and her reign ends with her not getting pinned. Yeah. And lo- like this sort of three-way thing happens when you, you're very early on. Like now you're like, wow, you have a really strong champion. You could have someone beat her and look really good and be pumped up like me, Sierra which didn't happen. And now it's just like, well, what was the point of her winning so much if she's just going to lose it, not be involved? Like, this feels like booking 101 to me, to be like, you have a strong champion, they've got to lose the title, or you want them to lose the title, so the person who beats them is going to get a big boost. And now you're like, well, okay, no one beat her. My like, guess is that they did that because they want to move her on to something else and don't want her to lose, but also want her to not have that title anymore. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe she challenges Ta- uh, Tom for one of the titles in a little while. It just seems like so... I don't know. It just sort of ended and I was like, this is how the rain ends with her outside of the ring like not doing anything as yeah one very low card wrestler pins another very low card wrestler but i mean this is just stardom booking no yes, everyone's it's the gotta stardom be... booking of no one can lose of course yeah flipped around Except in the main event death. <laughs> and flipped around in the main event in a very weird way which we'll yeah. get to in a second but it's just like oh you've totally wasted this title reign you know it made azumi look good Although the promotion clearly doesn't really give a shit about this title. So how good did it make Azumi look? Yeah. Um, You know, winning this title so many times. I mean, I think it was good just because Azumi went out and was like, I'm going to have good matches every time. Oh, yeah. Um, That definitely helps the prestige of the title. And now it's just going to be wacky comedy matches, which, you know, that's fine, I guess. But it, it undoes some of the a lot of the good work that Azumi did. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, good. You know, good for Saki. She's very happy, you know, winning a singles title, very well-deserved. 
but it's just one of those things where you know when we talk about oh the booking and people you know say oh well the booking you know it makes total sense and they need to do this that i'm like this is simple like basics of booking stuff to me yeah. like you have a strong champion make someone else strong by beating them whether they go you know and if you're like oh they want to challenge tom well they're not going to challenge them yet because we already know who the next challenger is so just have them lose and have Azumi win one or two ma- you know, put her in a special singles match on the next big show against who knows someone, and have them have Azumi win. Like it's not that hard, <laughs> and it's not like people are again. There's it seems to be a thought in Stardom where it's like the minute someone loses, the whole crowd is going to turn on them. Down the abs- card you go and absolutely boo the shit out of them every time they like. That's not going to happen. Like Azumi yeah. is very well liked, and so it, it just is very annoying to me. Um, and speaking of annoying finishes, the next match was the Goddesses of Stardom title match. The champions, the New Eras, Amisore and Mirai, retaining their titles, defeating the Oedo Tai duo of Momo Watanabe and Natsuka Tora in 16 minutes and 51 seconds. Uh, I did note during this match, there was a lot of people going into chairs, into the chairs on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, They did it twice in this match. I think they did it once in another match. Um, There's a lot of people going on chairs into almost every show I watched in the past two weeks. I think people are just real hyped that they're allowed to do it now. (laughs) Uh, There was a little Daichi abuse, which I thought Kelly would enjoy. um, Always appreciated. In this match. And again, it was a match where I thought, this is fine. Um, At this point, nothing was really sticking out on the show. And the most important thing about this was, once again... Every match that this new era's team seems to have makes them look like sneaky heels. (laughs) They win the titles on this count out BS. Now they're over here doing roll up pins on, you know, this Oedo Tai duo, which is frankly not that, you know. You got to keep Oedo Tai looking strong. But it's like, are they ever going to go go out and just, like, beat someone and just look really good? And the answer is, of course, no, because yeah. no one can really ever look really good be out of the incredible fear that anyone could ever possibly look less than the strongest person you've ever seen in your life here. <laughs> it's like, just have them come out and win. Not yeah. all this like, oh, we're getting countouts. Oh, we're doing roll-ups. Oh, we're, you know, sneaking around. I'm like, this makes them look like chumps. Mm-hmm. So, uh... And then to annoying. make them even more like chumps, they were immediately forgotten about in the post-match when Queen's Quest comes out. And I don't know what they said, but it sure looked like Utami said, looked, looked at them and was like, oh, you can go now. We don't we don't need you for this. Well, and there's an additional thing coming up which we'll talk about. We we've um, got to we've got to set up a match here and uh it's not with you guys. So, how about you leave? 
yeah, you're good, so you can uh, <laughs> you can leave. Yeah, uh, as we as they did, and of course, then led to a pull apart brawl between Queen's Quest and Oedo Tai. Yeah, um, gotta gotta set up match. that cage match. The semi-main event of the show was for the artist of stardom titles with the Donna Del Mundo trio of Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla defeating the champion restart, Kairi Natsupoi, and Sayori Ano in 18 minutes and 23 seconds to win the artist of stardom titles. Uh, my note was... I don't really have anything to say about this. <laughs> uh, I didn't see the title change coming at all, so that was a big shock. And I thought the losers of the match sold the shock of losing very well. Uh, I enjoyed the interactions between Julia and Kyrie and Julia and Sayori. Yeah, other than that, decent enough match. Another three and a half stars. Yeah, it was like three and a quarter. Uh you know, we, we often, well, not we often, we do this podcast every two weeks. Um, and sometimes, you know, with so many stardom shows, it's just like, this is the show that I have run out of things to say for the yeah. moment. Like you know, I messaged still... you yesterday and said, no matter a stardom show, no matter how much I enjoy it, no matter how long it is, and no matter when I watch it, it always feels like I spent eight hours watching it and it's time for bed by the time I'm done. And this is about the the time in the show when I was feeling that. <laughs> See, I thought this show, I thought it went by, I thought it moved at a fairly good clip. It was just sort of nothing, it just sort of felt very, until the main event, felt very much like a small show. Yeah. Where they were like, okay, we're in, in front of a crowd of, you know, 400 people. We got a couple title matches or like a like a Corican used mm -hmm. to be where it would be like, OK, we've got a couple of smaller, big title matches, but we just sort of go out and they're like, you know, fine. We're not going crazy. You know, just get in and out and do our stuff and then leave. Um, but anyway, after the match, the anti sexy gang came out to challenge um, <laughs> the new champions for the titles. Um, Is that right? what they're calling themselves, or did you just... No, I just that? made that up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it, it was Koguma, Mayu, and Hazuki. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just wrote it down instead of writing Koguma Ma in my notes. I just wrote anti-sexy game. Yeah, I um, thought they became like the, the no-sexy army or something. I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> no sexy soldiers. There we go. Yeah. NSS. Hootie hoo. <laughs> and then finally, the main event, the double title match for both the world and wonder of stardom titles. Tom Nakano, the world of stardom champion, defeating... Mina Shirakawa, the wonder of stardom champion, to win both titles in 17 minutes and 43 seconds. Kelly, 
a shocking result. I can't believe we live in a world where a draw was the preferable outcome for me. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want Tam to have Tom to have both belts. It's just so it's so weird to me that on this show where they're like, we can't have Azumi getting pinned. We absolutely <laughs> cannot have that. That in the main event, you have your new champion, your new, you know, she's had one defense with Mina getting pinned. Handily defeated. Like what? Of all the times to not have someone be pinned, you're doing yeah. it all in the undercard, all these things. You know, roll up on Oedo Tai, Azumi not getting pinned, and then you're like, yeah, Mina, yeah, sure. Uh, she can be pinned in, you know, under 20 minutes. Yeah. It was just so weird to me, and I did enjoy the... I went four stars on the match, which I couldn't really decide at the end because I was sort of enjoying the match, and I was sitting there going, okay, it's going to go to a draw. So I was sort of watching it. I don't know how really invested I was because I was thinking, okay, we're going to a draw. None of these pin falls matter. And then like the pin happened and I was sort of like, oh, uh, hmm. And then I had to figure out like, what do I think of this match? And I was sort of like, <laughs> well, I did like it. I liked elements about it. Just the whole thing was like very weird. Um... I just didn't really understand it. No, it's very strange. It really seemed like they were trying to do something with Mina, and then suddenly were just like, you know what? Maybe not. I mean, and now looked... Tom has both belts for fucking whatever reason, and it's just like, hey, uh, she's going to defeat all, vanquish all of her enemies. It makes me wonder if she's retiring soon. <laughs> I mean, it makes Tom look great. She's oh, got yeah. both titles. You know, yeah. the, only the second person ever to do it. Mayu did it um, years ago. Um, but yeah, just like <laughs> very strange. I liked the Like I said, I liked the match. I thought it was hard hitting. I thought Mina, again, was very good. Um, sad to see her lose the, the title. No, <laughs> yeah. she won't have any more title uh, matches now. I don't know. I find, and I also find sort of double title holders, you know, there's times you sort of can do it or it just sort of happens that way. But now it's like, oh, you've lost. Like, well, I guess we'll talk about this. So Mirai came out at the end. Yeah. The world's dumbest woman Mirai comes out. <laughs> to challenge. She says, I want to challenge. I think she said, I want to challenge for the wonder of stardom title. Yeah. Sure did. And Tom is like, why don't you want a challenge for both of the titles? <laughs> and I'm like, she's right. Uh, yeah. It's like, it makes me right look stupid. Yeah. Because like, it's what like, is the logic that she's like, all right, it's the white belt. So Tom will be easier to beat because she's not going to try as hard as she would with the red belt. It's like, that's not how this works. But there's an easy thing you know, have me or I come out and say, you know what? I won the Cinderella tournament in back-to-back -back years. People don't do that. So I deserve a shot at both titles. Yeah. Because that's how good. I, I mean, it's that easy. 
Yeah. Instead, she comes out and once again looks like a like an idiot. Yeah. When she's like, I want that title. And Tom is actively going, well, that's stupid of you. <laughs> Why did you do that? It, oh, it's just so weird. It's so it's weird to me. really stupid. It's the um, same thing as when I was getting all mad about Saki having her title shot and just being like, yeah, I'll just use it on the high-speed title. It's like, fucking shoot for the moon. Go for the top belt. You have the chance. Do it. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, well, I'll say this. It certainly was an unexpected show. Uh, and I don't know where they're going from here, so that's Do we think Mirai beats Tom? Because I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Like I, the only re the only way it would work to me is if you have Tom also defend the world uh, against someone either like the day before or the same day, so she's got the exhaustion, and then you can have Mirai win that way. Yeah, but like I just don't see Mirai anywhere near on Tom's level to be able to beat her one on one in the singles and see it as, like, a viable thing. And, of course, if she wins, she would be a double champion because she has the, ta- you know... Yeah. 
I don't. They're just very, uh, very strange to me. And maybe maybe we'll Mina. get the classic draw. Yeah, I mean, Mina now is like, what happens with Mina? Someone who won and now is like, no, you yeah. won, but whoops, accidentally, you you know, got too big for your britches after one title defense. <laughs> like, whoops. we we know you're the leader of a of a unit, but you know what? Who cares about that unit? Where where were your women? Where were yeah, your where women? were your women, Mina? Where are your women now? <laughs> what's what's Mariah May gonna do to turn on you? She can't even cost you the title anymore. You did that yourself. Uh, so that was Stardom's flashing champions. Before we get to everything else that has happened in Joshi in the last two weeks. We want to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even futures bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long-term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 or more yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS Store, Google Play Store, or through your browser, at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code VOW, that's promo code VOW, and start your journey to successful sports betting today. And if you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter the code in your BetStamp account settings afterwards. So check it out. That's the Bet stamp app so let's keep going what else has been going on in the world of joshi seedling had a show on may 25th kelly i know you watched that show and very much enjoyed one match in particular why don't you tell us about it yes uh i watched the asuka versus riko kaiju match and this absolutely ruled I do actually still need to watch the rest of the show. I just made sure to make time to block out to watch this specific match before we recorded. Uh, this match was awesome. Asuka was just the perfect bully here, beating the hell out of Rico and busting her open. And Riku, Rico was just just gushing blood. It, it, was, it was a lot. Uh, just fantastic story match. Really just brutal stuff. I went four and a quarter on it. I... Love this match. Definitely check it out. 
Yeah, I haven't watched the show yet. I didn't um, get to it in time, unfortunately, but I did see pictures from that match, which uh, looked very cool. So I am definitely looking forward to uh, going back and watching that after we finish recording. Yeah. Oh, I re- just remembered. I have one more note from Stardom before we move on to okay. other stuff. There was something from the uh, the broadcast that I they they teased a little bit more about the uh, Mayu movie that's coming out. Uh, Siri is going to play a major role in the movie apparently and play Mayu's friend. And uh, there is going to be a Rossi Ogawa character in the movie, whose name is going to be Gussy Ogushi. <laughs> Gussy. Wow, I didn't uh I didn't catch that when I was G-U-S-S-Y. watching. Is that related to uh Bussy and Thrussy? I'm not sure. Uh, they might he might be <laughs> like their promoter. American um GCW units, <laughs> Bussy and Thrussy, and now Gussy. <laughs> uh which you can determine on your own what that stands for. Yeah. Um, coming to coming to a theater near you. Now, is this character going to wear a lot of hats? That's really all I, I care about. I hope so. Gussie definitely wears hats. I hope he wears, like, it's just a different kind of hat. It's like a top hat or something. Oh, you want him to look really fancy, like a fancy... Yeah, or maybe a, I, or maybe a cowboy hat. I could see a cowboy hat, too. I was hoping it would be like a stack of hats, like uh, in the children's <laughs> book, uh, Hats for Sale. You know, the guy who wears the big tower of hats. Um, and he and the recurring bit is, yeah, everyone just says, Gussie loves hats. <laughs> oh, that guy? Yeah, he, he's big into hats. <laughs> and, and, you know, he goes to sign someone. And he says, well, I have to take my hat off to you. And then he has to reach all the way up to the top <laughs> to take the top hat off. Uh, very high stack. Always catching it on doorways. <laughs> trying to get in the ring. Imagine him trying to get in the ring with a stack of hats. Maybe he'll be That's very... That's Mayu's apple- first job in wrestling is she follows him around and picks up all the hats after he knocks them off on, on a doorway. <laughs> I just want to see um, the big stack of hats. I want this to be the actual Rossi playing Gussie. Yes. <laughs> and he has a big stack of hats. He goes to get in the ring. He's like, well, I can't go through the ropes and does the, you know, agile, like hop over the top rope just because I want to see Rossi do that. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking the big Kev step over the ropes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where you like crotch yourself on the rope as you're yeah as you're going over just to protect <laughs> the hats it's all about the hats <laughs> and the and the and the final thing is you know maya will go into his office and she'll say oh, i don't know if this wrestling stuff is for me and he'll pound the desk and he'll go no the only thing i love more than my hats is wrestling <laughs> or something like that i also wanted to say like she he he she needs something like notarized or something and he's like oh i can do that and she's like really and then he goes oh i'm a man of many hats <laughs> you know i if if rossi doesn't play gussy i want rossi to be played by beat takeshi of takeshi's castle fame 
and various other movies and directing work. I I think that would be a great prestige actor to play uh, Gussie. It would be great just to have it be a very serious movie. Yeah. Unless Gussie is on the screen. <laughs> yes. In many ways, like Stardom is. Yeah. Where it's a very serious promotion, and then Rossi comes on the screen, and Saki Kashima has to yell at him to stay in the ring. <laughs> Uh, he's eating carrots acting like they're spicy well if anyone working on the movie is listening and wants to hire Kelly and I as punch up uh, writers oh yeah um, are the no I would assume Japan has a different um, writers they probably do they have a writers guild in Japan I don't know um so I guess it would be okay. We wouldn't be breaking the picket lines to be doing yeah. punch up on the Mayu movie. But you know what? Point. I would be a scab to do this. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you let me. You, I. No one would be like, hey. No one would blame me for wanting to insert all of the gussy, ogushi jokes that I have. Like you, you just can't blame someone for that. Crossing the line for gussy. Yep. And then we keep laughing about Gussie, but I think Ogushi is It's <laughs> maybe fun, maybe the funnier. It's the wettest sounding name I've ever it heard. It really is, yeah. <laughs> it's the sound like when you drop a like a wet um, bag of groceries on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you dropped those? Yeah, you made a big gussy ogushi over there. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> I can't believe we did this in the middle of the show because now just going back to the shows, we're going to seem so pedestrian. Um, <laughs> Tokyo Joshi had their Hyper Masao produced hype show on May 25th. Unfortunately, it was, I believe, just put on uh, Wrestle Universe shortly before we are recording this. Uh, so I haven't had the opportunity to watch it. I did see a lot of pictures. They they did um, portraits of men, of much of the roster in Hyper Masao gear. Uh, Kelly, I don't know if you saw those. Yeah, it it um, it looks very fun, and I'm also excited to see like Mega Heels, uh, Rika Tetsumi, and Arisa Endo. <laughs> um. Also, we'll say that uh, Mocha Miyamoto was one of the people in the Hyper Masao gear and not happy. Well, am I happy or not happy to report this? Looks better than her regular gear. Oh, 100%. Literally, I'm like, anything you would put her in at this point, I think I would be like, oh, this is so good. Yep. Um. Just because it's better than whatever the heck she's curtains she's wrapped in today. Yeah. Uh, also, on the twenty seventh, they had the Yuki Kamafuku Homecoming show um, happening. Asuka was on that show. Asuka, who's good friends with uh, Yuki, and also, as we talked about previously, Aja Kong also on that show. So a smaller show for them, but still fun. With some special guests. Also, 
we should briefly discuss um, not really uh, relevant all that much to the world of Tokyo Joshi, but Saki Akai has announced she will be retiring in November. Saki yeah. Akai, of course, only wrestled um, not too frequently in Tokyo Joshi, only a few handful of times um, here and there. Um, but will be missed. And yeah. in an unrelated note, um, do you think they'll ever bring May Saruga back? I hope. They booked her one time so. and then ha- haven't booked her since. Once or yeah. twice. But then she got some stardom bookings, too, around the same time. That is true. And Miyu Amasaki was supposed to appear on her fifth anniversary show and then had to pull out. Yeah, so um, it, I don't know what's happening with that. <laughs> I don't know. I never know. I just assume that everyone who shows up in stardom is eventually going to be signed. Yeah. Um, which... Um, We'll talk about in a second because someone else new is showing up on one of the shows, and I thought, hmm, this is interesting. Uh, but yeah, May Saruga, um, Tokyo Joshi should bring her back. Definitely. Um, an unrelated thought I had to the retirement of Saki Akai. Yeah. Um, but Saki Akai will be very missed, um, of course, and we'll see what happens. She should go to France and meet her favorite wrestler, Saki Sama. Well, now yeah, that she'll have the time. Come back to Japan. Yeah. Uh, what else was happening? Sendai Girls had a show on May 26th, as did Diana. Uh, that Diana show on the 26th had Lady C in a main event tag match. She was teaming with Miran in a losing effort to Haruka Umasaki and Naname on that show. Uh, in wave, there's been more catch the wave happening. Unfortunately, they once again, for a second week in a row, <laughs> caught me off guard where I thought they had uploaded 2023 matches and they were just more 2022 matches, <laughs> uh, which um, is very funny in a way. Gotcha. <laughs> if you think about it. Um, also happening, there were two... Um, Purdue shows the first one, the return of Sari to Japan at her Sariism show. Uh, that show main evented by Chihiro Hashimoto defeating Sari in 23 minutes and 27 seconds. But the standout match for me on the show was the tag team match Akari and Arisa Nakajima defeating Abuki Hoshi and Miyuki Takase. Uh, that was the match. You know, I thought the main event was very good, but felt very much sort of like Seri getting back into the groove and not necessarily the sort of all-out bangers that Hashimoto and Seri had before she left. Um, but the tag match I thought was really good, hard-hitting, fast-paced. Um, so worth checking out. Kelly, did you see this show? No, I I kept meaning to watch it, and that slipped my mind. Well, the other uh, produced show, which I know Kelly did watch, was the Hanakamura Memorial Show Pinks, uh, which featured a main event of Aja Kong teaming with Seri, 
defeating Mika Iwata and Mio Momono in 19 minutes and 48 seconds. Thought the main event was the highlight of the show. I went four stars yes. on it. I went four and a quarter. I thought that match rocked. And another match with people getting thrown into chairs. That's right. Um, also on that show, there was a six-person tag match. Asuka, Natsupoi, and Siri defeating Death Yamasan, Konami, and Rina. Uh, there was the four-way tag team match. A singles match between Minoru Suzuki and Sakura Hirota, dressed as Hanakomura. The typical battle royal for these shows, which was beach, uh, summer beach-themed, uh, which was won by Jaguar Yokota, who sort of cheated because she came out late. Um, but we'll let that, <laughs> we'll let that uh, one go. She, she gave it the old Miz. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sayori Ano defeating Miyuki Takase, so a very fun um, show. And, of course, with the closing uh, montage like they usually do. But, Kelly, there were also some other shows happening that I think you watch. Why don't you tell that? Why don't you tell us about those? I watched the PPP show from uh, the 16th, The Party Banquet. This was in uh, Kirken Hall. I think this is the first pvp show i've actually watched like i've always meant to watch their stuff and then eventually it just falls down the watching list until it's like four months later and i'm just like ah what's this and then i dump it from my queue uh but it was it was decent uh rena yamashita defeated ichika miyabi uh marika kobashi teamed with abdullah kobayashi to beat momoko hanazono and takiyuki uiki uh, and the Rebel and Enemy team of Maya Yukihi and Ram Kaichou, or Ram Kaichou and Maika Ozaki defeated Chan Yoda, uh, Natsu Sumire, and Makoto. Uh, I believe it was announced after this that Chan Yoda is taking some time off from wrestling. But that was a that was a good match to go out on for her. I went about three and a half stars on that. Uh, one thing that I really wasn't prepared for was that through most of the matches, music plays. So it feels like my at times my brain kept telling me you're not actually watching a match. You're watching like a clip show thing. <laughs> you're watching a music video. It's like, no, no, no. This, this is a match. Focus. Focus on that. So that was weird. But there wasn't any music in the, uh, the tag match with the deathmatch guys because there was uh, audible com- uh, comedy that had to be done. So you couldn't have music playing and not hear Ueki tell the entire audience to put their hands up when he pulled out his gun. Yeah, uh, fun, fun show. Just like an interesting environment because they had on the back normally where like the stage is in Kurikin. They had tables there and people were sitting at them and I assume they were like the VIPs because they had women there like pouring them drinks and stuff and cheering like there was like a host club. It was, it was very interesting. <laughs> Different different kind of show. Uh, also a different kind of show was Bakugai Jean and Friends Volume 5 from the 23rd. Uh, the opener for that was Chris Brooks defeating Hyper Misao in one hell of a match. That was... That was a crazy match to put on your opener because uh, we saw staples, fireworks, plastic bins, lemons, and more I probably forgot about being used. <laughs> So it was about as crazy as you would expect from those two, and it was super fun. I went four stars on it. 
Uh, also on that show was Mesuruga and Mao defeating Chie Koshikawa and Hagane Shino in a very good match. And the main event with Drew Parker and Masahiro Takanashi, while not Joshi, is worth watching. Uh, and then the last thing I've got to talk about is the Prominence Gaiden Akane Fujita de- debut 10th anniversary Orange Spirit Burning Streak show. Uh, the main event was a best two out of three falls death match uh, where Akane Fujita defeated Risa Sarah uh, one fall to two. Yes, I know that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Risa <laughs> got the first two falls, won the match, and then Akane was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Double or nothing last fall, and Risa agreed to that, and then she lost. Yeah, a uh, very fun match. The as as you would expect between these two, eventually the match devolved into a game of baseball. Classic. Yep. Always does with those two. Well, that was everything in the last two weeks of Joshi, but what is coming up in Joshi in Stardom? Stardom has their next New Blood show, New Blood number nine, on June 2nd. Saida and Hanan will take on Kohaku and Ruaka Kohaku showing up here in Stardom. Uh, Wakasukiyama and Sexy Dynamite Princess will make her return to take on Ram Kaichou and Maika Ozaki. Hanako and Aya Sakura will take on New Era's Mirai and Ami Sore. Anai Takahashi will have a passion injection match with Mai Sakurai. Miu Amasaki will take on Azumi. There will be a Future of Stardom title match. Rina will defend her newly won title against Lady C. And the main event will see Bloody Fate, the team of Starlight Kid and Karma, defend their tag titles, their New Blood tag titles, against the Anaba sisters, Tomika and Azusa Anaba. So that is the New Blood show. Then on the 4th of June, Stardom will have a Corican Hall show, which will feature two generational struggle matches. The first one will see Waka Tsukiyama, Mai Sakurai, and Lady C take on Miyu Amasaki, Hanako, and Aya Sakura. And the other one will see Tom Nakano, Mayu Iwatani, Shuri, and Julia take on Utami, Sayakamatani, Maika, and Suzu Suzuki. So two interesting matches there. Oz will have a show on June 11th. Nothing announced for that yet. Tokyo Joshi has Stick Out coming up on June 11th. Announced for that show is a tag title match. The Magical Sugar Rabbits of Mizuki and Yuka Sakazaki will defend the tag titles against Rika Tatsumi and Miyu Watanabe. Kelly, do you think Magical Sugar Rabbits retain their titles? I'm gonna say no. I don't think they do here. So you think we have a new double champion moving from Mizuki to Rika? Oh yeah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) There still is a double champion problem. Ah, fuck. I I guess, yeah, why not? (laughs) All right. 
Uh, also coming up, Sendai Girls has a show on the 11th with two title matches. Chihiro Hashimoto and Yu, Team 200 Kilogram, the tag champions, will defend their titles against Mika Iwata and Miyuki Takase. And Asuka will defend her Sendai Girls title against Manami. In Ice Ribbon on the 4th, they have two title matches. Makoto and Hamako Hoshi, the tag champions, will defend against Kari Shimizu and Fuho Matsushita. And Totoro Satsuki will defend the Ice Infinity title against Michiko Miyagi, formerly of Gleet, formerly of Stardom, formerly of Sendai Girls. Sendai. <laughs> and now in Ice Ribbon. Uh, Diana will have a show coming up on June 4th. Wave will have two shows coming up, one on the 1st, one on the 11th of June, both of those featuring Catch the Wave matches. And Kelly, what is going on in Choco Pro and Gotta Move? Uh, so Gotta Move is having the Mesuruga 5th anniversary show on the 29th. So chances are by the time you listen to this, it will have happened already. Uh, in the main event of that one, Mei Suruga takes on Momoka Hanazono, who was originally Miyu Amasaki, but I'm not entirely clear what happened there. If why she got pulled or if she's hurt or what. Have you heard? Uh, I don't know if I heard the official reason. I know she was pulled because also um, this show is listed on the stardom calendar, um, which is now a bit strange because the match with the yeah. stardom talent is not happening. Hold on. Let me very uh, strange. Hold on. But keep also, talking and I'm I'll well, yeah, while you're looking also on that show uh, for the super Asia title, there is a three way between Hagane Shino, Balian Aki and Monero Fujita. And then in a, in a other kind of passion injection match, Ryo Mizunami takes on Miyu Yatsuba in a match that should be pretty good. I'm looking forward to that one. Overall, looks like a fun show. Uh, can't believe may has already been doing this for five years that's kind of insane <laughs> yeah um well the stardom website only says we are very due to the absence of the match card has been changed we are very sorry to all the customers and related parties who were looking forward to miyu amasaki's match and she's working uh, that new blood show, so maybe she's not hurt. Weird. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to scroll now through. Uh, Twitter. Mio, how dare you no show May's fifth anniversary? Oh, it says um, withdrawing due to illness. Oh. Uh what what the official uh reasoning is so well um on that note could that, be a could be a little bit of a touch of covid maybe don't know couldn't say because that that would make sense for it to be like all right we know for sure this amount of days out she's not going to be able to do it so if like that's still in her quarantine period or whatever that would make sense, but who knows? Who knows? But that is everything happening in the next two weeks of Joshi. Kelly, I throw it to you for your usual closing segment. 
All right. Uh, this coming Wednesday, the 31st, uh, Shin Kamen Rider is playing in theaters across the United States. Uh, I definitely recommend going to check it out. It looks very good. Support Tokusatsu getting official releases here in the States. Uh, and if you don't have the chance to see it the 31st, I believe they're also doing showings on the 5th. And it looks like they did open up a bunch more theaters, so there's more opportunities to see it. So yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, done by, directed and written by Hideaki Anno of Neon, Neon Genesis Evangelion fame. And it's a take on the classic Kamen Rider series. It, trailer looks awesome. So yeah, just get excited. Kamen Rider time. Let's go. Well, there you go. Go out and see that. And that is all for us for this edition of Jumping Bomb Audio. So we will talk to you again in two weeks' time. Farewell. Goodbye, everybody. Remember Gussie. Do you like wrestling trivia? Then check out the five-star match game, the Pro Wrestling Quiz Show. I'm Joe Gagney, and every episode, I grill three contestants with five rounds of power-packed wrestling trivia. We have over 30 evergreen episodes in the archives covering WWE, AEW, Japan, Mexico, and much, 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 much more. Play along at home and check it out today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.